0: All of my long-term viewers and subscribers, stay tuned through the end of this video. Channel surpassed another milestone yesterday. We now have over 85,000 subscribers, well on our way to 100,000. At the end of the video, it'll be story time with KC, I guess, and I'll just show my appreciation for all of you guys. Also, working on something right now that I'm going to need your input on, so we'll get into all that later. First... We're going to get into the ongoing war between the NBA and their own fan base. The hypocrisy is real. Over the last four, maybe five years, what has been the number one initiative in the NBA? Alice Silver in the NBA front office, what has been their primary objective? Well, KC, according to their website, Alice wants to spread the word that the NBA is for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, ask the dozens of fans who have been kicked out of arenas. Ask them if the NBA is for everyone. If you have been infected with toxic masculinity, the NBA is definitely not for you. Since the summer of 2020 and the foundation of this movement was actually built several years before But since the summer of 2020 the primary objective in the NBA was to end racism The league made it their mission to expose police brutality You guys remember that cop in Ohio that saved the life of a female black teenager a few years ago if I remember correctly She was being attacked by another female who was coming at her with a weapon. Cop saves her life, but according to LeBron James, this was another tragic case of violence at the hands of corrupt police. Alice Silver in the NBA. They have also been dedicated to celebrating the Rainbow Cucumber. Remember a couple of years ago when Adam Silver was sitting on his throne proudly riding the rainbow float in the gay gay pride parade? Every year, celebrations of pride are held in NBA arenas across the country. Adam Silver has sent a clear message. The NBA is all about ending racism and endorsing the pride, which is why I was incredibly confused and surprised on Thursday when I learned about the newest business partner in the NBA. I have been sitting on this story for two days now. I wanted to give the mainstream media plenty of time to react. Several years ago, the WWE was crucified. I mean, they were destroyed. For entering into a business deal with Saudi Arabia. This is outrageous. The WWE is sacrificing true American values for money. Yet for some reason. When the NBA enters into a deal with the United Arab Emirates. The vast majority of the mainstream media. Exercising their right to remain silent. Well, KC, that's not true. The NBA entered into a deal with an airline from the UAE. This has nothing to do with the government. Yeah, um, Emirates Airlines just so happens to be a state-run operation. Whether directly or indirectly, the NBA is now in business with the UAE and its government. Yet, for some reason, I have yet to see a hint of fake outrage from the mainstream media. Nothing from ESPN. Where the hell's USA Today? Where's the New York Times? Credit to the Washington Post. They covered the story. Now, of course, they refused to criticize the NBA. They dedicated one paragraph to the strategy of sports washing, which is exactly what this is. Other than that, though, it was another glowing piece about the media's favorite sports league. We have already established that the NBA is dedicated to ending racism and fighting for the already given rights of the community of rainbows. If Adam Silver cares so much about these causes, how can he justify entering into a business deal with a country that is one of the biggest violators of the woke commandments? A couple years ago, Police in the UAE, they conducted early morning raids where they detained and deported almost 400 African migrant workers. According to Amnesty International, these workers, they were in the country legally. They weren't beneficiaries of the pilot program offered to illegal immigrants in New York City, where... New York City government teaches them how to fly planes so they have an easier way to illegally enter the country. These migrants, they were in the UAE legally. I believe they were working on projects related to the World Cup. They were detained for two months where they were stripped of their legal documents, denied the right to an attorney, and allegedly subjected to degrading treatment before eventually being deported. Why? Why were they rounded up and detained? If you believe Amnesty International, this was a direct result of racism. What’s that phrase that deacons at Woke United Methodists like to use against cops here in America? I guess these migrant workers were guilty of being a black man driving through the wrong Middle Eastern village. If you happen to identify with the G and LGBT, being the victim of an early morning raid, that is the least of your worries. Now don’t get me wrong. You can be a dude with an affinity for the cucumber in the UAE, but you better be damn sure they don't find out about it. Homosexuality is illegal in the UAE. If you happen to be convicted, the minimum sentence, six months in prison. That's the minimum. What's the maximum? It's up to the discretion of the judge. There's no cap on it. October of 2017, a Scottish man was arrested and faced three years in prison because he touched another dude's hand or another dude's hip in a bar. Now, this was not like Jackie Mahomes caressing a male birthing person's hip while giving lap dances at Club Shay Shay. This guy from Scotland, he was a tourist. He was going to the bathroom. He happened to walk by another dude that was carrying a couple of drinks, moved his hand to help the guy out so they didn't bump into each other and spill drinks. He was arrested for public indecency. Now, here in America, you get arrested for public indecency for flashing your dong on a public street. Unless, of course, you happen to show your endowment or lack thereof during the Pride Parade. In that case, perfectly legal. In the UAE, if you engage in a fucking handshake, you have a serious problem. This agreement between the NBA and the UAE, it is the definition of hypocrisy. It's basically a fuck you to their American fan base. They lecture us on mythical racism. They lecture us on tolerance when it comes to identifiers. But when the UAE offers them millions of dollars to sponsor their irrelevant in-season tournament, all of a sudden, the NBA is no longer worried about woke United Methodists. As part of this deal... NBA officials, they will be required to wear marketing patches that display the logo of Emirates Airlines. Um, I could understand putting these on the jerseys of players. NBA jerseys are already littered with doofus marketing logos. I guess another one wouldn't hurt. Eventually, NBA jerseys are going to look like the uniforms of tchotchkes in the movie Office Space. Zion, I notice you're only wearing 15 pieces of flair. That's the minimum requirements. Look at LeBron. He wears 37 pieces of flair. Don't you want to be like LeBron? Don't you want to express yourself, Zion? Why in the hell is the NBA putting logos on the shirts worn by these useless, incompetent officials? Here we go again with Adam Silver doing what he does best, making these incompetent officials part of the show. LeBron James is the star, he's the lead actor, Steph Curry's the co-star, Draymond Green is the antagonist, he's the villain. In the past, NBA officials, they were the extras in the movie, today... They're the directors, they're the executive producers, making sure the desired outcome is achieved. But this deal with the UAE, this was not the only middle finger that the NBA gave to its fan base this week. Once again, we have another star NBA player having a fan's ass removed from the arena. Imagine my surprise when I found out it was Russell Westbrook. Again. Since he was traded to the Clippers, Russell Westbrook, he has been asked to accept a new role. Not only is he the sixth man the dude required to bring energy off the bench, he is also required to monitor fan behavior. Anytime a fan is having too much fun, it's Russell Westbrook's job to call the police. The same police the NBA accuses of brutality. Westbrook calls the police, has the fan removed from the arena. Sunday night. Clippers in Miami to play the Heat. Now, I watched this game on ESPN. I don't remember seeing this during the broadcast. It looks like this incident might have happened during a commercial break. There was a father and son sitting behind the Clippers bench. Now, to be honest with you, this father wasn't exactly setting a great example for his young son. He's yelling at Russell Westbrook. He's pointing out the obvious. I PAID FOR THESE SEATS! Yeah, no shit. That should go without saying. At one point during the exchange, he calls Russell Westbrook a boy. Now, obviously, this is highly offensive to Russell Westbrook. I mean, in the past, he does like to wear dresses, high heels. If you don't believe me, go look it up for yourself. But seriously, though, all kidding aside, in fairness to Russell Westbrook, I would be pissed off, too, if another grown man called me a boy. However... It's not reason enough to have him thrown out of the game. Watch it for yourself. I paid for the seat! I paid for the seat, boy! So I... You are amazing! Oh, I know I... Watching this game Sunday night, I was wondering why the arena was so empty in Miami. The Heat have made the NBA Finals twice in the last four years. Doesn't make sense that they aren't receiving support, not selling out home games. But maybe the arena was empty because the vast majority of paying customers were kicked out of the arena. This is a regular occurrence in the NBA. I can't think of another league where the players are encouraging the consumers to not support them. It's absolutely ridiculous. I can understand having someone removed if they're belligerent. I know the NBA has been overly cautious since the malice in the palace back in 2004, but come on! Paying customers are being kicked out of the arena for talking shit to the players. All it takes is hurt feelings and you're not allowed to attend NBA games. The NBA is the only league that engages in a constant battle with its own fan base. I don't see NHL fans being removed from the arena. I don't see this in Major League Baseball, don't see this in the NFL or soccer. Damn sure don't see this in the WNBA. Hell, they can't convince people to walk into the dump, much less kick them out when they walk inside. This only happens in the NBA. Then they wonder, why people refuse to support this league the nba is filled with incompetence that's why adam silver is so focused on expanding the nba internationally domestically he knows that he is fighting a losing battle make no mistake about it the nba is losing this war that fan base they are fighting that fan base is rapidly dwindling All right, channel passed 85,000 subscribers yesterday. If we keep this pace, we should reach 100,000 sometime in the spring, maybe early summer. I can't say this enough. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all your support the last two or three years. I'm sure you guys have noticed the new thumbnails. Had a graphic designer reach out to me last weekend offering his services. Now, I was skeptical at first. My schedule's very demanding. We mainly focus on breaking news. By the time I find a topic and do the research, the graphic designer has two, maybe three hours to create the thumbnail. Repeat that process 12 times a week. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I was worried about the consistency, but so far, so far, he has been great. He's been excellent, easy to work with. Another reason I was skeptical, though... I have never thought that thumbnails were all that important. I mean, I was able to grow this channel with the shittiest thumbnails on this platform. This guy that's helping me out, he's in college. He is studying algorithms and all this stuff that I don't understand or know anything about. One of my biggest weaknesses is my stubbornness. I don't like taking direction. I don't like people telling me what to do. I'm always skeptical of anyone who reaches out looking to help the channel, but I decided to go into this arrangement with an open mind, and I am thankful that I did because it's working. This week has been the best week that we have had on the channel in months. I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. I was wrong about the importance of thumbnails. My graphics designer, he was actually amazed that I had been able to grow to this point with the shitty thumbnails that I was using. He said it was a testament to the content that we have made it this far. With professional thumbnails, and if I'm willing to listen to advice, we can take the channel even further. And look, he's absolutely right. Thumbnails are great, SEO and all that other behind-the-scenes stuff, it helps, but... All of that is meaningless without all of you guys. You guys are the reason that this channel is on the verge of passing 100,000 subscribers. Just think about that. This isn't some expensive production. I have zero training in broadcasting. I have never worked in the media. Before I started this channel, I was working a miserable 9 to 5, dreading Monday morning on Friday afternoon. I mentioned the movie Office Space earlier. This is no exaggeration. That was my life. I was Peter Gibbons. The only difference between me and him, I didn't want to wake up every morning and do nothing. I wanted to wake up every morning and do the work that made me happy, do the work that I wanted to do on my own time. You guys have made that possible for me. I don't have to pay for advertising because you market the channel for me. I can't thank you enough. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you showing up every day, twice a day most days and allowing me to live my dream. I'm working on some things that we're going to be rolling out this year. Working on channel memberships. I hate asking for money without giving you guys something in return. I'm thinking of maybe doing monthly contests for channel members where I give $100 to the member with the best comment that month. Also working on a merchandising deal right now. This is where I actually need your input. I'm going to start small, maybe with shirts, coffee, mugs, maybe hats, stuff like that. I don't want to do the channel logo, which needs to be updated. I actually need to get with my designer about that too. But I was thinking of putting phrases on the merchandise that pertain to the channel. Woke United Methodist, woke you, huge embarrassing failure, stuff like that. I struggle creating artistic stuff like this. I can create the content with the flu and dealing with a hangover, but I struggle with the artistic stuff. So if you don't mind, give me your input. If you have an idea for merch, shoot me an email, btlkc84 at gmail.com. Again, I appreciate all your support. I'll be back later today. We're going to talk about Caitlin Clark later today and her potentially troubling future in the WNBA. I'll see you guys then.